Hey, everybody. Welcome to Climb the Ladder for our 51st episode presented by Wash Up Network. I'm your co-host, Hunter, and my equally good-looking twin brother, Duncan, is a riot on the other side of this camera. He is sitting right here, as always. Thank you to everybody who's been tuning in each week, and don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes and Spotify. <laughs> and be sure to check us out on YouTube so you guys can see us and laugh along with us. This episode is brought to you by Kiko's Coffee and Tea. Use code CTLW at checkout for 16% off your purchase. As always, let's climb the ladder. Hey everyone, Duncan here, and welcome to episode 51. Sorry that Hunter butchered the intro, but <laughs> at least you know that we don't uh, use a pre-recorded one every time. Because yeah, we yeah, yeah we give you the raw uncut. <laughs> yeah, live and in struggle. So uh, we'll go with that take and see if uh, anybody else enjoys it as much as we did. Um, but today, gonna dive into. Some Mariners news. Uh, Mariners are sitting pretty in the AL West. AL West is a pretty stiff competition, so we'll get into all that. Uh, we'll get into who we think uh, are some all-star candidates in our book, uh, especially as we race towards that all-star break already. Can't believe that the season is already three months in. Well, about two and change, but we're excited that – MLB is well underway and we'll finish it off with a couple of our favorite segments. So Hunter, if you want to get us going, we've got a couple young guns who are putting in their work and earning their spot in the big leagues. Yeah, man, it's fun to have been watching Jared Kelnick lately um, and Kyle Lewis. Uh, they both homered in a, 4-2 win over the A's. Um, I think I just saw, though, Lewis is on the IL-10 uh, for a slight meniscus tear. Um, but he's been on fire at the plate and in the outfield. Um, and, man, it helps the Mariners' case as the A's are at the top of the league. And so, I mean, getting getting some division wins, let alone against a team at the top, is huge right now. And Kelnick has been on fire. Yeah. Um, speaking of doing pretty well in the West, uh, we're definitely keeping up toe-to-toe -to -toe with the A's, who have continued to look good this season. Um, but that four-game sweep against the Rangers was awesome. Um, I kept getting notifications, and usually, you know, we'll start off a series with one win, and then we'll go down a couple, and you're like, man, how do we always just blow it in the eighth or the ninth? But good news is, the Mariners were able to win all four against the Rangers. One of those good old classic weekend series that uh, we love to see at home. Uh, and they won two out of three against the A's, uh, who they're back up against right now, as you were just saying. Um, and, man, we've got the Angels to follow it up. And we're going to rip through the whole AL West, hopefully coming out uh, with a winning series. Yeah, some good, uh, some good division matchups for sure. Um, I mean, 
five-game winning streak, hoping to make it six. They won six out of their last seven. And so, yeah, with Rangers, Rangers, then A's, then Angels, um, got to like that. I mean, coming off of a tough one against the Padres, who are just electric. But, um, yeah, the Mariners are just a couple games back. They're, I think, a half game back from the Astros in second place in the AL West. That's going to come right down to the end of the season for sure. Yeah, I was actually looking at some standings this weekend that I was just going to pull up uh, to see if they've changed it all since Saturday. But some good Memorial Day baseball, some good Memorial Day series. Um, and especially I was looking at, well, on the good side, I was looking at the AL East. Uh, they've got three strong teams on top. The Rays uh, out front with the best record in the American League. So, yeah, they passed the Red Sox. They're two games up right now. Yeah, three actually as of tonight, 35 and 21. So they've got a couple Crazy. more games on the season uh, over the Red Sox. But the Red Sox sitting at 32 and 22, and then the Yankees at 30 and 25. So Yankees are five games over 100, but they're sitting right in the middle of the American East. Um Another hot division, um, definitely not the ALS because we're just kind of keeping par with things, um, but the NLS with the Giants, the Dodgers, and the Padres all looking very good, all within a game and two games of each other. And yeah, that's crazy. I think that we're definitely going to see two births there. I know it's very early. We're not even halfway there. Um but the Giants and the Padres keep trading back and forth. And then the Dodgers are obviously right there in the conversation as well. Um, with a 12-game lead over the Colorado Rockies. So I think Gee. the Diamondbacks and the Rockies will continue to bring up the rear there. Um, but, man, that NL West is stout. Yeah, it's uh, fun to watch the uh, – yeah – West Coast over here, California teams representing. Um, back to the American League, the Central, the White Sox are on a tear. They're three and a half games up in first place, and they're looking good. I was watching a little bit of their game earlier tonight, and they're they're going to make a postseason run for sure. Yeah, another thing that's not in the MLB, uh, but in college baseball that's exciting is I don't have the standings in front of me. But when you were here this weekend, we watched a little bit of Arkansas baseball. We watched uh, the American Conference Championship with University of Southern Florida as well as UCF, uh, whose football team will be playing this year. So some yeah. good college baseball going on. We don't cover a whole lot of NCAA, but um, that's also because we've never had it before. So um, some exciting stuff happening in regionals for college baseball and then also uh watching some college softball this weekend as well uh we've got two unseated teams making the birth to the world series for the first time and i think it was 12 years if i remember right um wow. james madison pitching lights out uh oklahoma was able to make it back and they're uh the number one team i think with only one or two losses this season so uh got to keep your eye on both college softball and baseball as they embark in their world series. Um, but yeah, pretty exciting stuff. A lot of young talent. And one thing actually that we had been talking about was 
using metal bats versus wood bats in college. Yeah. I don't know how some of these guys in college that are older than minor league players are, I mean, they're just cranking bombs with, I mean, composite, call them metal bats. And it's just crazy to me that they're playing at such a high competitive level. Still, I mean, throwing 90 plus, almost like the major leaguers, and they're using metal bats. That just seems scary for the game. And, I mean, they're going to go yard so many times uh, like that. And so I just – it's weird to turn on the TV and still see such a competitive level using metal bats. Yeah, I just thought that that was worth mentioning in here because some of the guys in the MLB are younger than the guys in college, and they're using wood bats and making it happen. So I feel like that is just making the transition for young players even harder. Um, maybe even if they did like a first half, last half of the season type of thing. Yeah, I'd like yeah. to see something like that, incorporating the the wood bats. I think it would just change it. And also, you hear the crack, you don't hear the ping. Yeah. You know, people pay money for that crack. <laughs> and at the end of the day, that's baseball. It's using a right. wood bat. I mean, we even had some wood bat tournaments growing up and in high school, and I don't see what's wrong with that. I get that composite's good in high school. You're trying to – you know, make a team, you're trying to get that scholarship. But once you're there and you're winning games and really getting ready for the next level, I don't see why they're not using wood bats at this level. So would love to hear another perspective on that. Yeah, definitely. Well, uh, one of our own guys, uh, Mariner Mitch Hanniger, so glad that he's back this season. He is having an all-star candidate season um, at the plate in the outfield, he's just all over. He's electric in that number two spot for the Mariners. Um, I think that he is really what they've needed, along with Kelnick and Lewis and just Seeger, that whole cast of guys. Watch out for Hanniger being an all-star. The M's haven't sent somebody to the all-star game in a while. Yeah, I know that we had Daniel Vogelbach, who's not even with the Mariners anymore. Um, the the unit of Daniel uh, Vogel, as we call him. And he made it as, I think, a scratch from somebody else. And he deserved it. Um, and then I think maybe Gene Segura a while ago, but otherwise nobody else that I can think of. And who better than Hanniger? He's making his comeback on the season. Last I saw he was at 14 home runs, and he's cranking. Yeah, that's right up there. I think the leader in home runs right now is 15 or 16, or maybe that was over the weekend. And so he's right up there. He's having a good season for the Mariners. Yeah, another one on the hill that I've been noticing and just trying to keep my eye on is Kikuchi. Um, He's had a great season so far. He's looking good. He's uh, at the top of the pitching staff um, and really representing the AL pretty nicely for pitchers on the hill. So i um, excited to see where the back half of the season takes him. And who knows, maybe he can keep it up and uh, get into the all-star game. Yeah, definitely. Well, enough baseball for now. Uh, we'll move into a few segments. We'll get to talk about our weekend here in a minute. But as all of you know, segments are always brought to you by Apex Koozie. I know that I had my Apex out. Hunter was in town on Friday. 
uh, sort of the long weekend and we had the cornhole boards out. We had the drinks flowing. Uh, we had the grill fired up. And of course I had a nice claw in my white pearl apex koozie. So if you want to get your hands on an apex koozie for yourself, um, both a skinny can or a beer can size, head over to apexkoozie.com, enter code washed up at checkout for 10% off your purchase. It was 90 degrees today. It's going to be 100 later this week in Idaho. So if it's that hot here, I know that all you people in Nevada and Arizona and the South and, you know, Texas, everywhere, it's getting hot. So don't miss out on your chance now to snag an Apex Squeezy. Hey, even if you don't drink something with alcohol in it, even if you want to keep it cold at your desk, put the LaCroix in there, put your uh, sparkling fizzy water, whatever it is that uh, tickles your fancy, throw it in Apex Squeezy. Yeah, it was even 82 here today in Tacoma in the Seattle area. So Watch out, it's coming, and it does feel like summer, especially after this weekend, which I wanted to get into with our segment, highlights and bloopers. Um, I don't know about you, Dunk, but for me, that whole weekend was a highlight. It was just fun being back, like you said, Friday night, closed the computer, uh, got the cornhole boards out, got the beers going, and, I mean, can't beat it, really. It was just fun being with you, being with the guys, um, just seeing everybody being back in Boise and just kind of relaxing for a second. Um, do you want to say your highlight or should I do my blooper? Yeah, I was um, actually thinking highlight along the same lines. It was fun uh, working on the car this weekend. It was fun just hanging out. It felt like, you know, pre-February when you're just <laughs> around, um, had the guys over, hit, hit a brewery, uh, got outside and enjoyed the beautiful weekend that we had here uh, for Memorial Day weekend, and uh, yeah, it was just a lot of fun having you in town, um, cracking a few cold ones, and getting to talk some sports, watch some sports, and really just relax because uh, your big day is coming up here in T minus like eleven days. Um, yeah, and so yeah, ten days. Just sit back and let you relax and not think about anything except the beautiful Idaho outdoors. Yeah, that was awesome. That's actually where my blooper comes in. Uh, we went down to the pond, went fishing, just, you know, full scope Idaho. Hadn't been in a while, so it was good to get the rod in the water. Um, you know, man, I'm pumped. I got my fisherman's knot. You know, I'm like, I got this, going to cast one out. No bait, just see see if they were biting. Go out, I'm like, man, just a couple nice casts. And... I'm like, I think I need to throw some weights on, you know, get a little further out there. And so I, uh, you know, get it all up. I get the, uh, I get the weights on, I get a nice lure and man, I'm like, Oh, I think I got something. Yeah. I got a snag. So I worked <laughs> on that for 15 minutes. I gave it one final tug and the whole line just breaks. So everything that I had just dressed up with on the line, just, off in the lake and then man i tie one back on i think this one i actually got a bite but i don't know what happened probably not but let's say that i did and man i reel it back in and the lure's off again so (laughs) yeah i need to work on that that was a little bit of a blooper yeah what's uh i think it says it in a country song it's like some days it's uh 
every other cast on days it's empty hooks i think you had one of those empty hooks days and definitely an empty hook day hunter brings it in one time and it's literally just fishing line hanging in the air and i was yeah man man first time out gotta get back into it um but man fishing just feels good we've always done it i mean we've done this since we were kids off and on and it's one of those things that it's always fun to do but you just don't really think about it that much at least for you and me i know a lot of people go fishing quite a bit but you know, when we've got Quinn's Pond 10 minutes away or, you know, um, some bodies of water near you, it's so nice to just, you know, throw the pole in the car and go sit down for an hour or two. And just the monotony of it, casting, reel it in and wash, rinse, repeat. It's just there's something about it that's relaxing. I think I'm going to try to get out before work a few days, hit the pond on the way and, you know, cast for 45 minutes and then head up the hill to the office. But um i was trying to think of my blooper for the week um one blooper that i'll loop smoky in on monday memorial day we were sitting there it was probably like 10 11 o'clock and i was like man it is just a beautiful day like it was like 80 you had already gone mandy was at work and i was like smokes we're hitting the hill so i loaded him up he already loves the car so as soon as you say adventure he was just ready to roll um so we hit the foothills and I uh, went to the dog off leash trail. And I was like, dude, you and me, you know, we're going to do Memorial Day. This is awesome. And we get like a mile in and granted, it was already hot. It was like the hot sand on the trail and dude's just panting. And I was like, dude, we've done this trail like six miles before, but the creek was dried up and it was hot out and there's no uh, tree cover, no shade. And so we turned around and just over a mile and uh, went back down and he enjoyed the downhill a lot more than the uphill. Um, but I mean, we plan on going farther, but at the end of the day, it was fun to get out with smokes and um, get some exercise, get some sweat going. And then, um, yeah, I ended up having a good rest of the day, but we'll keep working on it. I'll make sure to only take him on hikes where there's a body of water somewhere for him to lay <laughs> Yeah, that's nice. Also, we're not carrying around fur coats like he is. Yeah, he's a, a 95 pound black dog. So uh, that didn't help his case. And I kind of felt bad, but gave him some water in the sports bottle. And then he enjoyed the car ride home and knocked out when he hit the hardwood. So, <laughs> yeah, man. Well, uh, fantasy feats and failures. Uh, I don't have any feats actually this week, except for. I'm now tied for first place. My failure is I lost to Clayton Panzeri, who now is tied with me for first place in our division. Um, so trying to take a win against Colton this week. And um, yeah, we'll see what happens. I got a good team behind me. Everybody's getting kind of healthy. Still got three maxed out on the IL-10. So we'll see what happens. Man, that's kind of the opposite for me. Well, I've also got three on the IL-10. Currently, my feat is that I'm on a – or my failure is that I'm on a three-game skid. So I'm three and five, and I was three and two. Um, And I would like to say that they were close losses, but they weren't. My team's just getting smacked the last couple weeks. So I did kind of my – every, like – three weeks or so I've gone and I've hit the um, free agency list. And I look at the season totals of free agents and my guys. And if you don't hit like whatever threshold I look, I'm looking at for the week, you're gone. So 
Uh, did a little reorg, sent some guys back down to the minors and pulled some guys up for the big show. Um, but that's definitely my failure. Uh, my feet is that I'm up right now on Riston, uh, my new roommate. So at least I can talk some face-to-face -face smack. I think I'm up 100 to 50, uh, even though only two days into the week. So my biggest fear is pitchers, um, that my pitchers go early in the week and then I have no hope at the end. So trying to balance that, getting some relief in there, but um, we'll see what I can pull together. It's hard, and I think I remember why I stopped fantasy baseball like 10 <laughs> years ago because I'm like, okay, we're eight weeks in, and the season's like whatever, 20 weeks. And so I'm like, you know, I can be three and five right now, but I could finish this season like, 12 and six or something, you know, I could just go on a hot streak, which I probably will knowing my fantasy uh, <laughs> management. So we'll see what happens there, but hopefully I have a, a little comeback kid uh, story for you next week. All right. And then uh, finally, just want to hit on a couple highlights from the JR interview uh, before we wrap it up, just while it's still fresh in our heads, uh, obviously we'll get into a, Gain into it a little bit more um, as the weeks go on. Um, but, Hodge, what was your uh, number one favorite thing from the interview last week before we close out? Man, it was just so cool talking to him. Such a cool guy. I think that the coolest part was just talking to him and being on the same page about everything. Um, just a cool, genuine, down-home guy. Um, just really fun guy to get to know. And obviously we know a lot of, a lot about him from the Justin Moore podcast, but just getting to talk to him and um, man, we actually could have talked to him forever. And so I think that just like the people that he knows, the people that he's seen um, that run in his circle and he's just a humble, cool dude. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that just goes to say like, you know, talk to people, you never know who you're going to meet and just you know have a good conversation and appreciate it make a new buddy or a new friendship yeah i agree i think that it was super cool to talk to him and just hear about his career up to this point the people that he's gotten to meet um and it would be so easy to get lost in the fame and the the celebrities if you want to call the people that he's crossed paths with um but we know that that wasn't the case <clears throat> you know he was recording with the cat five cable out of his house. Um, he just got done doing a bunch of yard projects and we just knew immediately the guy that we were getting for uh, that couple hour interview. So um, again, forever grateful that he gave us a couple hours of his time to just chat and get to know each other. Feel like I've known him forever. Feel like, you know, I could call him up and have him come over for Thanksgiving this year, <laughs> but um, great guy. And we'll, we'll jump into a little bit more. If you don't know what we're talking about, um, hang up this episode in like 90 seconds and head back to episode 50 um, because, man, we had a great time. I hope that he did too, um, and we're really excited to stay in touch with JR. Yeah, man, that was fun. And talk about 50 episodes, now 51. Next week we will be our one-year anniversary of Climbing Ladder. So um, thank you guys for sticking with us. Definitely tune in next week. Go back. I challenge you, and you should tweet at us. Catch up on every episode that you haven't listened to. And if you have, also let us know because 
We are loyal podcast listeners as well. Um, like you either heard or might've missed from the JR interview. Um, we've listened to all the Justin Moore podcast episodes. And so uh, we appreciate our loyal climb the ladder listeners. Yeah. Really appreciate you guys. You've officially stuck with us for one year um, as of next week. And um, big event happening next week is Hunter's wedding. So stay tuned for stories from that. Um, I'll probably be doing a little recap and interview with somebody on the note of interviews. If there's anybody that you guys know uh, and want to send our way, have them tweet at us or email ctlwashedup at gmail.com. We'd love to set up some more interviews and uh, keep the conversation rolling, but uh, we'll have plenty of stories to share uh, after. And I'm lucky because I get to share them when Hunter goes on his honeymoon. So <laughs> he'll have to listen to the episode and then he'll have to come on and either, you know, add in any details uh, or anything that I might have missed or defend himself uh, if there's something that needs to happen there. So, yeah, maybe you guys will get a um, monologue of Duncan's best man speech. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll just uh, I'll save you, you guys just tweet trouble. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but exciting month of June coming up. Uh, we've got concerts coming up here in the next couple months ready to roll some Boise Hawks games. We just booked a Seahawks game for the end of August. So things are opening. Uh, summer is upon us and we're here for it. Here we go. Well, we appreciate our listeners. And as always, let's climb the ladder. Let's climb the ladder. <laughs>